It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes it's good to talk about erratic it. behavior, paranoia, diarrhea. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Visit superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's a football Monday, it's 5.02, wake your ass up, what is going on? The Eddie's Gazette, boy, you had yourself someday, and you know what? Hey, good for you. That's what we will say there. And across from me, the name is Al Aaron Nukes. What's up, Al? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. For a uh, Friday where I we had very few cool games, I would say that I really enjoyed the games yesterday. The finishes. The finishes. The finishes. Yeah. The first halves for terrible. most of them were terrible. So a lot of people were hitting me on Twitter. I'm sure you too. Oh, you guys are no cool game. No, they weren't actually, but right. they were really cool finishes in fourth quarters. Yes. They I were. would say that. They were cool finishes in fourth quarters. The Giants game was like, Brutal. I was like, we're back to the Giants. It was boring. We're right back to where. I tweeted out uh, Saquon Barkley's the stats for the first half. It was something like five carries, three yards. He had a monster second half, but that right. first half was brutal. Right. Th- that that first half Giants looked like last year. All the previous years Giants. Well, when they get to when you get the fumble on the first right. on the kickoff return, and you force the fumble and you settle for three, and then moments later you get another turnover and you settle for three. It's like, come on, guys. And right. part of it is, and I'm not I'm not starting the narrative at all. I just says to my son. I'm like, get rid of all five guys up front and bring five guys from the stands and can block better than these guys. And you're watching, like, come on. And then the second half, things definitely turned in terms of the run game, which certainly helped them. But I thought the, and maybe this is his maturity. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I thought his, Daniel Jones's scramble to get that first down, that sealed the game. Maybe in past years, he throws, he forces a throw and gets picked or whatever. Or throws it incomplete and stops the clock. I don't know. Maybe that's the Brian Dable effect. But he made a winning play on a day where he was average at best. But I'll tell you what, their defense was outstanding yesterday. I mean, Baker Mayfield looked terrible. So it was it was boring, but they won. They did win. There was a lot of dropped balls all over the NFL yesterday, which is very many, weird. Many, 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 many. Loose balls, Jerry. So now we've got... What we were looking for, a is it a Monday night game? Monday Giants, night, Cowboys-Giants, Cowboys, MetLife so Stadium. Baby. Yeah, and the Cowboys actually will come in with a little bit more juice than they otherwise yes. would have if they had lost to the Bengals. Right. And Cooper Rush played the part of a very competent NFL quarterback yesterday. Jerry, what is up with the Bengals? They're 0-2. Uh, what is up? How about AFC Championship hangover? Oh, I don't know. Hangover. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know what's going on over there. Joe Burrow, not Barrow. Joe jo- Barrow? Joe Burrow doesn't look great. Yeah. He, looked, he missed a lot of throws yesterday. Um, and defensively, they were okay, though the Cowboys got up and down the field a little bit on them early. But just a whole lot of nothing happened yesterday for the Bengals. I don't know. It was clearly I saw every snap, and it was like you're kind of waiting. And at one point, they had some momentum. But it, I don't know. They just don't, they don't look 
like the same team we saw. Like Jamar Chase, you have any idea how many catches Jamar Chase had yesterday? Three. Five for 50-something yards. Yeah, not great. Like, that's it. You know, Noah Brown for the Cowboys had a career day uh, as he hooked up with uh, Cooper Rush often. The Cowboys couldn't run it really yesterday, but they made enough plays. So, I don't know. I can't answer your question about the Bengals. I don't know. I really don't. So, uh, yeah, the Giants yesterday, I had the uh, Giants on the iPad, Jerry. I had the red zone on the regular size television set. Where were the Jets? The Jets, I wasn't even considering. Wow, because... I was more into the Jets than I was the Giants. Because I just thought nothing, like, I just thought the Jets are boring. Um, blah, 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 blah. So you know what's funny? I actually am more intrigued by watching the Jets right now than the Giants. I am now. Well, well yeah, now. <laughs> but taking that first Giant game and the excitement of sure. that, like, oh, and they're playing the Panthers. So I put it on. But I will say that the Red Zone did a great job. The the Giants and Jets were featured quite a lot. So I didn't feel like I was missing well, anything. There was stuff happening finally. Yeah. So Although I, the Giant game in that first half, they were after those two fumbles. You didn't even know they were still playing. They got You saw a little bit more of them in the second half for sure. Yeah. First half. Eh, but I felt much. like I, I didn't feel like I was missing the Jet game. And then as the Jet game came down to the fourth quarter, the second half of the fourth quarter, they, they went to the Jets a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, the game... The th- See, I heard a lot of people say the Jets didn't deserve that game because they were down 13 points. But up until the Chubb touchdown to go up 30, and how about the kick? I mean, that kicker that murdered my bet last week with a 58-yard field goal, he misses the extra point? Hey, come on. So after that touchdown, I think, all right, oh, they're down 13. But prior to that, they were back and forth with the Browns. Like, that game was very even. Until the midway point of the fourth quarter where Cleveland took the lead and then had that drive to go up two scores. Right. The Jets were down 30-17 under two minutes to play. 155 to go, yeah. 155 to go. That Corey Davis wide open. How does that happen? Not only that, but no one even wanted to chase him. Like no. To me, it looked like the Browns are like, eh. But we'll recover the scores. onside kick and we'll right, go home. We'll be good. They weren't good. That was a heck of an onside kick. It was a tremendous onside kick. I agree. Kick. I totally agree. Props to that guy. Who's that? Man. Man, right. Man. Yeah, yeah. Braden Man. Brandon. Isn't it Brandon? I wrote Braden, Maybe Jerry, it is. but it could, could be He's Brandon. also the one on the fake punt that had the pass. Oh, is that right? That was him. Number yeah, seven. Beautiful throw. He wears the boomer jersey. Beautiful throw. So how about that? Yeah, that was pretty good. Was pretty good. By the way, when you look at like the stat line, Joe Flacco. was Yeah, it was really good. 307 yards, four touchdowns, and how no many picks. interceptions? No picks. No picks. By the way, on one of the on the one uh, after the, I guess their last touchdown, he looked. I never saw emotion out of Joe Flacco. How about him coming into the locker room? Did you see that on I social media? That. Really? Yeah, it's all over the place. My social media stinks. Jerry. As fired up as I have ever seen him. Yeah, and now I'm into Joe Flacco oh, being the quarterback. I'm telling you right now, if you have the Jets on your fraudulent list of five favorite teams, you know tomorrow, I like the Jets, Jerry. Oh, you such a fraud. We'll see. I will see. There was a lot of good stuff that happened this weekend. We'll see. There was a lot of good stuff. We'll see. I love the running back Carter. Yes. But I don't know. I just, Joe Flacco was calm, cool, and cool. <laughs> well, he is what he is. He's kind of boring. Yeah. And he looks brain dead when he's out there. Sometimes. But he made some throws. How about the strip sack? Well, not even strip sack. When he was stripped, I was thinking, oh, my God, he's going to get killed for this tomorrow. Just because he doesn't move. Yeah. And I know he didn't see the rush coming from the side, but still, that they were in scoring position. Like, my goodness. But, they, hey, 
Good win. And I know their defense gave up a lot of points. There's yeah. no question about it. But I do feel like watching them, they can make a play at any moment. I agree. And when Sauce Gardner goes out, you're like, oh, come on. And then Garrett Wilson goes out, you're like, geez. But they both come back. And Wilson, I tell you, that kid looks like something, man. Looks like a heck of a player. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Who do the Jets even have next week? I don't even look. I don't like the to look Jets ahead. Jets play the Bengals next week, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yeah, at home. Imagine the Bengals go zero and three. Well, I will. I will tell you this: the one thing I thought watching the Cowboys in the first half yesterday, yeah, was this might be a different game in November or December. They like they might have caught Cincinnati at the right time, where they're kind of a little sluggish to get going. The Jets might catch the Bengals at the right time next week. I mean, I can't imagine them going 0-3, but if there's a team that could go 0-3 and and could still finish 14-3, I wouldn't be stunned because they're really good. Um, That said, it's a tough game. Very difficult game. Yeah, and and that one I'll be able to watch iPad, Jerry, with the uh, red zone because the Giants are the Monday night game. That's right. Absolutely. Why don't you put one on your laptop? You can have three games going. I don't have a laptop. I I have just an iPad. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't realize. I'm an iPad person. You don't have a computer in your house? I do, but it's a whole setup, and no. I only use it when I was uh, working from home. Oh, okay, got it. I can do everything on the iPad that I do, which is basically no. I was just trying to get Twitter. you another game. That's all. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's it. I could do on my phone. No, I am not into that. I can. I it's can watch too it. small. It I can't. Small. Here's what I like: sixty inch screen TV. That's what I like. By the way, the NFL Plus app, yes, which I do love. It was just if you wanted to order Red Zone only, yeah. It was only for your phone. They updated it this week to be used on your tablet as well. Great. But I already have it through YouTube TV. But wouldn't you get the different hosts then, Al? And we like the... Oh, I don't know. I don't know who, who the host I thought there were two be. different hosts, one for the phone. But we like uh, Scott Hansen. Yeah, I like Scott Hansen. Scott Hansen. I like Scott Hansen, too. He is. There's no one that likes football more than Scott Hansen. Oh, the guys get so... Yes, he does. Aroused. Very excited about everything. Witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> It is amazing how some of these games are boring. And then all of a sudden that fourth quarter and I'm not I'm not claiming this to be true, but at all. But I will tell you, I sit there and say, So these games feel fixed. I actually believe that sometimes. I don't really believe that to be true. But as I'm watching, I'm like, how can this really happen? Like, come on. I know, I but that that would be very difficult to do. I again I said I know it's not true, but I'd be lying if I didn't say it went through my head sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that, like, for, and I know we'll talk about all of them. How does that Dolphin game happen? That was unbelievable. Like, how can you be the Ravens, look so good for three quarters, be in complete control, at home, your own crowd, Lamar Jackson's your quarterback, you're doing everything right, and then all of a sudden, you can't stop them at all? And they also had one of those Corey Davis touchdowns to, uh, was it Tyreek Hill or Waddle? I forget who it was. Does someone want to cover these guys? Like, yeah, they made, they showed on the God. replay. I think it was Tyreek Hill, and they showed on the replay. I guess the the corner just thought, oh, someone yeah, else has safety got help. Him. There's no one behind him. It's unreal. I don't know. It's just, and then you know they get the field goal, and you think, ah, you know, they'll probably survive this. 
and they can't stop them. It's And you're thinking, just hold them to three, get to overtime. No, easy touchdown. I mean, good grief. Yeah, you look at some of these uh, quarterbacks yesterday, and Tua throws six, I mean, six, six touchdowns. Four, 69 through 69. the air, and six touchdowns. I mean, are you serious? He had, he had Waddle and Hill combined for almost 400 yards themselves. 191 for Hill and 170 for Waddle, I think. Jerry, if I would have told Tua! 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 Did he do a podcast? That's a great question. Tua! I wonder if he did a podcast. Tua! If you would have told me, Jerry, I could have placed the bet for Tua and Joe Flacco to combine for 10 touchdowns, would you have taken that? No. Oh. And you it would have been a million to one. Right. Could you imagine? Well, first of all, the odds for all the New York teams winning would have been astronomical, I think, because it's the first time in, what, years and years and years that it's happened. Since uh, 2009, Jets, okay. Giants, Mets, Yankees. So that's a very long time. I thought this. So last week, I went, and I'm kind of starting to get the sense that every week I'm going to take one of these teams in the fourth quarter that's down big. You know, down two touchdowns because the odds are crazy. Oh, like during a game bet. Yes. Fourth quarter. I so never even thought of that. Last week, I took Carolina down by 13 points starting the fourth quarter or late there. I forget what it was. And I got like plus 1,000. I mean, the numbers were crazy. So I'm like, you know what? What the hell? Why not? I think that's what it was. Plus 1,000. I forget. Anyway, it was plus 1,000. So yesterday, I'm sitting there thinking... Eh, going to do it? I'm like, no. I'm like, the Dolphins are no good. I'm not doing that. And then I thought with the Cardinals and the Raiders, but, like, they look dead. Like, no. But it seems like every week you're going to have some crazy finish somewhere. The NFL is becoming like the NBA. You just got to tune in for just the Just watch quarter. the fourth quarter. I agree with you. I agree. Because there was a lot of, like, I mean, I did, I did enjoy the game. Like, I thought red zone. Maybe I needed a week, Jerry, of week one as a practice myself to try to absorb everything that's going on in red zone channels. See, I, yeah. So by week two, yesterday, I was very focused on red zone. Like, I felt like I knew what was going on in all the games. So See, I, I was feeling good. I do and I don't. The red zone channel to me is like the phone. It's like it's the greatest thing and the worst thing. I feel I, yes, I feel like I have a, a relatively good idea of what happened in most of the games, but I also feel like I don't know what happened in most of the games to lead up to the scoring drives. I I don't know. But I, NFL, I miss watching the games. I do. But the NFL is forcing us into it with all the commercials. Hundred no 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 no. It is a great product, and I think most people watch that now instead of the actual game. I really do. I think if you took a poll, I would more than fifty percent of the people watch Red Zone Channel rather than the game i'm gonna do a poll i don't know though because then again i sit there and say if your favorite team's the giants you're watching the giants like i didn't I mean i wouldn't have left anyway i was obviously working the cowboy game but i wouldn't go to red zone channel if the cowboys are on i wouldn't so i don't know it's, it would be interesting yeah do a poll that'd be cool i will do a poll be very curious and i, I yeah and in the four o'clock games when those are close and there's a couple of them that's when it really gets great because there's only like they'll focus on like th- there's only like three games correct and you in you that case, triple box. Yes, and in that case, you get a see. I think the four o'clock games, to your point, you get a better feel for the game in totality than you do the one o'clock games because yeah. there's usually so many one o'clock games. So we got to take a break. We have so much to do, and we've just started. And then Boomer and Geo four hours. I got me. I got to be honest. Not enough time today. There's that much stuff to talk about. They might need five hours. Yes. So Tiki and Tierney, you guys can start at eleven. Boomer and Geo. Oh, Boomer's here. Uh, Boomer and Geo, maybe they'll go 6 to 11 today. We'll see. But here's what I do know. They're going to start at 6 on the fan.